The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Here is Adam Burke. Hello once again, everybody, and thank you for joining me here on this Thursday, August 17th edition of VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. I'm your host, Adam Burke. Six games on the betting board for today, so a very, very small card. Only 12 of the league's 30 teams in action as they look ahead to what will be a busy weekend on the Diamond. Be a busy weekend over at vcin.com as well. We got preseason picks from myself as week two of the preseason begins tonight. We also got some, actually a lot, of college football content over there for you to consume because our 2023 college football betting guide came out on August 3rd, two weeks ago. Got a lot of stuff in there. Team previews for all 133 FBS teams. Bunch of feature articles as well. So if you're looking for some reading material here for this weekend, check that out. Or our NFL betting guide, which is still very, very much relevant coming out on June 29th. We'll have a complement to that guide coming out in two weeks with an updated version. Well, they, eh, I don't even want to call it an update. Just a refresh of some team preview notes, some contest strategies, some week one stuff, picks from everybody on air. So we got that coming out here in two weeks time. The only way to get all of this, by the way, is to become a VSIN Pro subscriber. So go to vsin.com slash subscribe and check out all of the different options that are available to you. And look, that will include all of our picks, predictions, everything through the Super Bowl. If you get the football kickoff special, uh, that will include everything that we do, NBA, NHL, college basketball, MLB, all of it. If you get the annual subscription, that'll be a year from whatever you sign up. So head over to vcin.com slash subscribe and pick the option that best suits you. All right, we got six games on the betting board here for today. Only one play for me. Not the most surprising of plays. Hottest team in Major League Baseball is a play for me here today. But I'll get to that in a little bit. We start with the Mets and the Cardinals. It's Jose Quintana, Adam Wainwright in this one. Mets, but a $1.35 favorite, total of 10 in this matchup. We have seen some 10 and a halfs out there as well because it's been rough to say the least for Adam Wainwright. 878 ERA on the year. 779 expected ERA, 604 FIP, 66 and two thirds innings pitched. 
And honestly, if we narrow this down even more, I mean, for Wainwright, just it, it keeps getting worse. You know, he allowed eight runs on nine hits last time out, only faced 11 batters against the Royals, seven runs on nine hits and in three innings against the Rockies back on August 4th. The strikeout rate is down to 11.8%. Babbitt against 394, 57.3% left on base percentage, 5.3% swinging strike rate for the year, 4.4% since mid-June. Since June 24th, Wainwright has a 1487 ERA, 41 runs allowed on 53 hits and 23 innings. This is the saddest end to a career at least, you know, for guys that they're still playing that didn't have their careers ended in tragedy, for guys that are still playing that I think I've ever seen. Uh, for Wainwright, you know, a member of Team USA in the World Baseball Classic, got hurt there, and then everything has just kind of fallen apart since. He's two wins away from 200 for his career. But, look, you know, I think a lot of people are going to bet the Mets or bet the Mets team total. Jose Quintana on the mound for the Mets. By the way, I'll talk about him in a minute. But, man, it's hard to it's hard to get excited about these betting opportunities with a guy whose career and livelihood are just completely falling apart in his final season and it was said that Wainwright was going to retire after the year anyway but to see it end like this is just so sad and sure people will give me the counter you know the guy's made millions and millions of dollars and that's true and he does potentially have a place in Cooperstown when this is all over, but I can't imagine what it's like in his head right now. I can't imagine what it's like going out there every five, six, seven days and just not being able to perform at a job that you've performed so well at throughout the course of your career. And, you know, I also saw uh, this morning the post-game clip with Noah Syndergaard after his start for Cleveland yesterday. And, you know, he talked about how with the way that things are going on the baseball side, it's hard to enjoy anything else in his life. And look, you know, as as betters and handicappers here, we're out there trying to prey on weakness and to root for failure. And, you know, I guess that's that's just what we have to do. You know, we have to try to take advantage of the opportunities and the edges when they present themselves. But it's really rough when when you see you know circumstances such as these and also see these players out there you know openly talking about what's going on or all the hard ass keyboard warriors on Twitter you know talking about how much this guy sucks and this and that it's tough man and and there are some days where you know it just stands out more than others and and I think this is one of those where again I mean I think people are lining up to bet the Mets and Quintana's been good 303 ERA 414 expected 293 FIP 29 and two thirds hasn't allowed more than three runs in any of his five starts 3.2% barrel rate 31.2% hard hit percentage there are a lot of compelling reasons to take the Mets today but you know sometimes in in looking at this business from overhead kind of the 10,000 foot view it's cruel it's relentless it's you know having to take advantage of these opportunities and and we'll see if if Wainwright can pitch well tonight I don't have any investment in the game except for I'm rooting for this guy to have something to build off of here because John Mazelik, the president of baseball operations for the Cardinals said, you know, we're going to reevaluate Wainwright's role after this game. And this is a Cardinals team playing for absolutely nothing. So this has nothing to do with wins and losses. This has to do with 
trying to salvage the final month and a half of Adam Wainwright's career and try to get him to 200 wins. So just a depressing game, honestly, to kick off today's card. Diamondbacks and the Padres here. You got the Padres, a short favorite in this one across pretty much the entire market. Arizona did open a slight favorite here at a lot of shops, but seeing some interest in the Padres with Rich Hill on the bump against Zach Gallen, total of eight and a half in this one. And, you know, keep an eye on this series because you've got the tropical storm coming up to California. I believe it's the first tropical storm expected to make landfall in California since 1939. So the San Diego area, Southern California expected to get a lot of rain from this weather system. That won't happen until Sunday, but I wouldn't be shocked if these two teams maybe play a doubleheader on Friday or play a doubleheader on Saturday, something like that. So keep an eye on this series. Things will be pretty fluid. Tonight, everything is status quo, seems to be good to go. Hill, 517 ERA, 553 expected, 466 FIP, 125 and a third innings pitched. In his two starts with the Padres, nine runs allowed on 11 hits in six and a third. Last start was against the Diamondbacks, didn't pitch well. 95.8 mile per hour average exit velocity in that start was the highest of the season for him. Gave up nine hard hit balls and 13 batted ball events, including two barrels. So not a good start for Hill last time out against Arizona. Zach Gallen, meanwhile, went six shutout innings against San Diego five days ago, struck out eight, 57 strikeouts in his last 51 and a third, 324 ERA, 307 FIP for the season. A guy that, look, I've kind of railed against him a little bit throughout the course of the season here, but that's because I thought he was overpriced. I don't think he's overpriced from a full game standpoint today, but here's the issue in this game. So Arizona's bullpen, Paul Sewald and Kevin Ginkle have both pitched for the last five days, including two back-to-backs. So I think it'd be very unlikely to see Tori Lavolo use them tonight. Miguel Castro's pitched for the last five days, had worked three straight, had an off day pitched yesterday. Kyle Nelson, Luis Frias have both pitched three of the last four. The only guy who really hasn't been used is Scott Magoo, the former closer, but he's only pitched once in the last five days. And Lavolo's had ample chances to use him with a fatigued bullpen and hasn't. So obviously that kind of sheds some light on what Lavolo thinks about Scott Magoo at this point in time. So the first five money line for Arizona with Gallon over Hill is minus 140. The full game line here is minus 108. So while I do think that the Diamondbacks will have a lead going into the late innings of this game, I'm not laying a dollar forty on the first five money line when the full game is minus 108, but I can't take the full game because I don't know who's going to pitch out of Arizona's bullpen and how effective they'll actually be. So Interesting handicap here to be sure, but this will be one probably where a lot of people will rush to take Arizona at the short price. Gallon definitely has much better numbers than Hill. Hill's two starts with the Padres have not been good. I think a lot of people will rush to take Arizona, but the back end, the end game situations, I think very concerning for the Diamondbacks here in this one. My one play is from the National League, so we'll take a short break here on VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back on VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Please make sure you rate, review, subscribe, five-star reviews. Very, very much appreciated for this and all of the podcasts here in the VEASAN family. One really early start. This game starts in about an hour from when I'm recording right now. Seattle and Kansas City. Frankly, there's not much to say about this game anyway. George Kirby, Angel Zerpa, or on Hell Zerpa in this one. Uh, Kirby and the Mariners, huge favorite, north of $2, total of nine in this one. Kirby's numbers are definitely better at home. His slash line on the road, batting average is 51 points higher, on base percentage, 44 points higher, slugging percentage, 60% higher, big strikeout percentage decrease. Woba against is 43 points higher as well. Still good numbers across the board but not on the same level as what he's done at home throughout the course of the season here. But Zerpa's not really a major league caliber pitcher, so not really much in this one. Maybe we'll see some runs with a day game in Kansas City if if Kirby's home road splits do kind of come to the forefront. But we are seeing some signs that maybe this total could tick down to eight and a half before first pitch, so nothing from me in that one. Tigers and the Guardians here. Tarek Skubal getting the start for te- for uh, Detroit, excuse me, and Xavion Curry getting the call for Cleveland. Skubal and the Tigers out to a minus 135 favorite in this game, total of eight and a half. And I ran this search over in the Killer Sports database this morning. This will be the first time that Cleveland is a home underdog to the Tigers since April 12th of 2015. That was TJ House on the mound for Cleveland, Kyle Lobstein on the mound for Detroit. This will be the biggest home dog role for Cleveland against the Tigers since September 4th of 2014. Max Scherzer was on the mound for Detroit in that game. And remember, up until this year where these two teams are playing 13 times, they played 19 times per season in that span, obviously, except for the COVID year uh, where they played five and five, I believe. But that's nine or 10 home games per year in that span for Cleveland. So it's been a really, really long time since the Guardians have been a home dog to the Tigers, let alone a home dog of this size. 
but it seems deserved, right? Tarek Skubal, first of all, he's left-handed. Cleveland, worst offense in baseball against lefties all year long, especially the worst offense against lefties in the second half. They have a 217 average, 265 on base, 313 slugging against lefties in the second half, 56 WRC+, plus, which means they're 44% below league average against lefties on the season. Cleveland has also hit six home runs this month. It's August 17th. They've hit six home runs. Eight players in Major League Baseball have hit at least six homers in the month of August, and two have hit seven. So Cleveland, complete power outage, can't hit lefties. Scooble, though, it's been interesting. 418 ERA, but a 270 expected ERA, 209 FIP. He has allowed four or more runs in three of his seven starts. That was including his last start. Had seven runs allowed to the Royals on July 18th. But a 36-6 to strikeout-to-walk ratio, only giving up one homer. Tristan Casas hit that in his last start, and that was a big part of why the first five under didn't win in that game. But FIP likes him for the strikeout-to-walk ratio and one homer. Expected ERA likes him for those reasons, as well as a barrel percentage under 5%. So he is a positive regression candidate in a lot of ways. Xavion Curry, on the flip side, is a negative regression candidate. 339 ERA, 515 expected, 431 FIP. Only 46 strikeouts and 285 batters faced. 76.6% left on base percentage is ripe for some regression as well. Five runs on six hits last time out. Maybe that was the start of it. Um, Look, I mean, maybe the Tigers are at a little bit of a short price here today, but offensively, they're just very, very hard to trust. So if you got in on this one before the line move at minus 115, minus 120, good grab at minus 135. Seems to be a pretty fair number. At this point in time, last game here, another afternoon game. This one, a mid-afternoon matinee in D.C., Boston and Washington, Chris Sale and Patrick Corbin. Sale's second start since coming off the I.L. He pitched in that Tarek Skubal game that was the Tigers and the Red Sox last week, where I had the first five under. Skubal gives up the three-run homer in the fourth. Chris Sale had allowed zero base runners through four and two-thirds but then gave up a solo homer to Kerry Carpenter. That put the first five over the total. Hit Javier Baez with a pitch. He left the game. Baez wound up scoring as an inherited runner. So that game went from basically trending towards under four and a half to having six runs in the first five. But Sale was really, really good. Um, As I mentioned, only gave up the one hit. Struck out seven over four and two-thirds. He only threw 58 pitches, too. So he was very, very effective, very, very efficient. I would assume that sale is somewhere around 65 pitches in this start. And the nationals have been much better against lefties and they've been against righties. You know that I've talked about it all year long. So maybe not the greatest of spots for sale here today, but of course, you know, we'll see what he does against this nationals lineup. Patrick Corbin, 485 ERA, 642 expected 524 FIP, 137 and a third innings pitched last start for him. He only gave up one unearned run on one hit in five innings but he walked seven and only struck out two over his previous four over his previous six starts, excuse me, 22 earned runs allowed seven homers in his previous four starts. So Corbin, not really a trustworthy guy. Don't love sale in this matchup either, but this total approaching 10, uh, that's a pretty high number. So nothing for me in that one. The one play for today that I do have going to ride the Dodgers. They've won 10 in a row. Yeah. They face Corbin Burns here today. Dodgers and Brewers. Dodgers, the minus 145 range, total of eight and a half. Uh, Could maybe see this total go down to eight as we go throughout the day. 
But like I said, yeah, they face Corbin Burns today. But how about what the Dodgers have done with Lance Lynn? Lance Lynn in three starts, four earned runs over 18 innings pitched, all four of the runs solo homers, has given up an unearned run, which he did in his last start against Colorado. But 22 strikeouts against four walks. You really got to like what they're doing with Lynn. It's not super surprising that he goes to the Dodgers and they fix some things. And the Brewers here in the second half against righties, 282 or 292 Woba. That's 28th, 81 WRC plus, not good. And their Woba is only that high because they have a 9.6% walk rate in that span. But Lynn historically is a guy that doesn't really issue a whole lot of walks. Milwaukee, 354 slugging, only 19 homers and 895 plate appearances against righties in the second half. So I think Lynn will be very, very good in this start. Burns could be 360 ERA, 339 expected, 393 FIP, 145 innings pitched. But this is a step up in class for him. When you look at his run of seven straight starts with two or zero runs allowed, that was snapped last time against the White Sox, gave up five runs on eight hits. In that span of seven starts, Pirates twice, Reds twice, or Reds three times, excuse me, Phillies and Nationals. All of those teams, 14th or lower in Woba in the second half against righties. The Dodgers are fifth. So Dodgers, their bullpen's in excellent shape. Despite winning a lot of games lately, they've been winning by margin. They're just locked in right now. And they've been locked in in the month of August for about a decade. So I'll lay it with the Dodgers here today. What they've done with Lynn is impressive. This is a big step up for Burns based on what he's faced here recently. And even getting knocked around by the White Sox last time out, that's a bad offense too. So like the Dodgers here, hefty number, but I'll lay it minus the 148 against the Brewers. That's it for today. Small card, big card coming your way on Friday. So have a longer edition of VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. But please make sure you rate, review, subscribe. Head over to vsin.com, become a VSIN Pro subscriber, get all the fun stuff we have to offer, including everything to get you ready for the upcoming NFL and college football seasons. And I will talk to you again tomorrow on VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.